Welcome to Nutrition Bites, the no-nonsense podcast where you get the truth about food so you can eat what you want and be healthy. I'm your host, Maggie, and welcome to the series. Today's topic was requested by a friend who told me about a new fasting fad that's all the rage in New York City and the TikTok influencer scene. So you know we have to talk about it. On the menu today, Prolon. In early 2020, Gwyneth Paltrow launched a series on Netflix called The Goop Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at our company's lifestyle and wellness office as they tested out the latest health trends. One of the episodes of this miniseries focuses on longevity and healthy aging. Of course, it's goop, so really it's about exploring ways to hashtag biohack your way to eternal youth. In the episode, Dr. Walter Longo, PhD kind of doctor, not medical doctor, introduces Prolon, a fasting nutrition program designed to, quote, trigger rejuvenation and press the biological reset button. Sounds perfect for goop, right? In the episode, Prolon is pitted against veganism and pescatarianism to see which diet helps us age the healthiest. Now I'll reveal the results of the showdown a little later. But first, let's learn more about this new fad diet. What is Prolon, and more importantly, does it actually work? Branded as the fasting plan that lets you eat, Prolon is a five-day subscription dietary program that is designed to support healthy aging. Compared to more traditional fasting regimes where one goes many hours or a full day without food, Prolon allows you to consume a small amount of calories every day of the diet. In specific, around 1,100 calories on day one and 700 to 800 calories on each of the remaining four days. That's equivalent to consuming roughly one-third to one-quarter of an adult's daily calorie needs every day of the diet. Now, Prolon is based on the fasting mimicking diet a concept developed by Dr. Walter Longo, a prominent Italian researcher based out of the University of Southern California. According to Dr. Longo, he's come up with a precise meal plan that lets you eat, albeit minimally, while your body thinks it's fasting. Speaking of eating, all meals on the diet are provided in a package of daily boxes. Now, if you're picturing a HelloFresh or similar meal kit size package, set that bar on the floor. Each Prolon daily food box contains a tiny mix of items such as a single nut bar, a freeze-dried soup, kale crackers or olives, a few packs of herbal teas, a low-cal beverage, and some supplements to make sure you don't get scurvy and die. These foods were chosen, or created, to be low in calories, low in protein, and low in carbs. Now on paper, this doesn't sound completely terrible. But the fact that the Prolon website recommends drinking unlimited herbal tea and chowing down on sugar-free gum to stave off hunger makes me wary of how satisfying these meals are. Not only that, but they also provide tips on how to make the food taste better, including adding a squeeze of lemon to your soup, although they also hilariously point out that you're not allowed to actually eat the lemon. Okay, so that's the basics of the diet covered, but why even do it in the first place? Well, Prolon lists many promises and benefits of its diet, including cellular renewal, better metabolic health, 
and enhanced clarity and performance. All key phrases in the modern-day wellness playbook. However, one of its most popular claims, and definitely central to its social media strategy, is weight loss. Although Prolon was not intended as a weight loss diet, the results of one clinical trial saw participants lose an average of 5 pounds while maintaining their lean muscle mass. Of course, that weight loss only occurred after enduring the diet every month for three months in a row. A great reminder to always read the fine print. And while weight loss is an attractive outcome for many people, Prolon's marketing focus is actually on something a little more fantastical. What they call rejuvenation. The word rejuvenation is often used in skincare, but in the case of Prolon, it's a more inward focus. More specifically, supporting the body's natural process of cellular cleanup. Now, the scientific term for this rejuvenation action is called autophagy, which literally means self-eating. As scary as it sounds, it's not something to make a budget horror film about. Autophagy is a routine cell death that encourages healthy cell turnover so that we have fresh new cells in our body instead of crickety old ones. This is an important process when we think about aging. Many biological issues associated with growing old, whether it's the development of diabetes or cancer, often arise when our aging, malfunctioning cells are not replaced in a timely manner. So theoretically, promoting autophagy could be a way to prevent or reduce health issues related to the natural aging process. Now for the fun part. Scientists think that fasting helps promote autophagy. The theory is that while our cells are not receiving nutrients, they ramp up the autophagy process. Think of it like the morning cleanup after a house party. You gotta take out the trash first before you sit down for breakfast. Prolon claims that cells enter into this cleaning mode as a protective reaction to limited incoming nutrients. Now, in order for your cells to know whether they have access to nutrients or not, they use something called nutrient-sensing pathways. These are biochemical and molecular communication channels that let cells know the nutrient levels in the body. And this is where Prolon tries to differentiate itself. They claim that their precise food plan provides essential nutrients, but does not activate the cellular nutrient-sensing pathways. In other words, it kind of deceives cells into thinking there are zero incoming nutrients, and therefore they should trigger autophagy. A pretty remarkable accomplishment, if it's true. But here's where my skepticism kicks in. Every time a diet or supplement claims to trick our body, it's either false advertising or something that will make you shit your pants. Many fad diets use vague scientific language to make hefty claims, but Prolon has the advantage of being created by an established scientist who has conducted 20 years worth of research on nutrient sensing and fasting. So what does the science behind Prolon actually show? Well, as much as their website promotes its science-backed formula, it's actually really difficult to find the exact studies that helped launch this fasting-mimicking diet. In fact, on their FAQ, there is a question about access to the research papers, and Prolon's response is to get in touch with their customer service department who will connect you to a medical science liaison, and maybe, just maybe, they will send you a copy of the studies, but no promises. So much for transparency, right? 
Fortunately, I love a good internet quest. And after digging through the janky website of Prolon's parent company, I found some scientific papers. Ready for the big reveal? Unsurprisingly to skeptical old me, the vast majority of research on the fasting mimicking diet, or FMD, is preclinical. This means researchers did experiments on cells in petri dishes or on animals like mice. In nutrition science, these are very important experiments to build a hypothesis. But you simply cannot draw conclusions that apply to humans based on preclinical results. Our bodies are far more complicated than a clump of cells or a teensy rodent. Another critique with the science here is that the majority was conducted in cancer patients, which isn't surprising as caloric restriction is a big area of focus for potential cancer treatment. But those who are interested in Prolon likely won't have cancer, or any disease for that matter. And from what I can find, only one trial on FMD has been conducted on healthy people. This small study of less than 100 individuals investigated differences in risk factors for age-related diseases. Risk factors include things like body weight, blood pressure, and cholesterol levels. Now this clinical trial compared a group of individuals who underwent the five-day FMD every month for three consecutive months versus a group who ate as they normally would. And the results were pretty predictable. Those who completed FMD lost a bit of weight, and those who ate normally stayed the same. This outcome makes total sense considering that for one quarter of the month, the FMD group ate significantly less food than normal. Interestingly, other than weight loss, there weren't many changes in any of the other risk factors, so their whole healthy aging claim is a bit suspicious. Another really important point to bring up about this study is the conflict of interest. Dr. Longo was a researcher on this clinical trial. However, the study was also sponsored by the parent company of Prolon, which Dr. Longo and the University of Southern California have a financial stake in. Even though the paper notes that Dr. Longo was not involved in collecting or analyzing data, I just can't overlook the fact that there's a lot writing on ensuring the outcomes of this trial seem spectacular, at least for marketing purposes. Conflict of interest aside, the fact remains that Prolon only has one small study to its name that tests their, quote, longevity diet in a sample of healthy individuals. And they didn't even really show that subjects aged any healthier anyways. Which brings us back to Goop. As I introduced earlier, the Goop Lab aging episode focused on how to age healthier through inward changes. They devised a mini-experiment testing if the Prolon diet, the vegan diet, or the pescatarian diet, which is a vegetarian diet where you can eat fish and seafood, could make us inwardly any younger. Three goopers, which I like to call them, including the Queen G herself, Miss Gwyneth, took part in this experiment. Gwyneth followed Prolon for five days, while two of her colleagues ate either vegan or pescatarian for three weeks. To figure out if these ways of eating impacted their age, they took measurements of their biological age before and after the diet. Biological age is a number which represents how your body has aged health-wise. This is different from your chronological age, which is the number of years and months you've spent rotating on Earth. So for example, you could be chronologically 35, but biologically 30. To calculate biological age, the three goopers had various health biomarkers measured and then inputted into a mathematical algorithm. 
they discovered that at baseline or before the diets, all three had slightly lower biological ages than their chronological age. Which is not surprising considering where they work. I mean, I can genuinely imagine Goop HR subjecting them to a detox if they biologically scored older. After completing the diets, their biological age was calculated again. Results from this timestamp showed that both the pescatarian diet and the prolon diet lowered the biological age of the goopers by over one year. Theoretically, this meant that their body became one year younger. Now, this is the perfect soundbite for a TV episode, but here's why you shouldn't trust the results. First, the way biological age is calculated is very new and rather experimental, so who knows if we can even trust this score. Secondly, there is so much variability within individual results. Just because Gwyneth scored biologically younger after Prolon doesn't mean you will. And thirdly, we have no idea how long these changes even last for. And that's the biggest problem with Prolon. It's not a long-term solution for healthy aging, weight loss, or any other alleged benefit. There's just no evidence that FMD is superior to any other fasting methods, any other longevity diets, or even weight loss diets for that matter. Another considerable concern with FMD is the extremely low calorie count for five consecutive days. Eating only one-third to one-quarter of your daily energy needs for nearly a week can be problematic for a lot of people, but especially those with existing health issues, a history of disordered eating, or just with bigger baseline energy needs. Another prominent con of Prolon is the incredibly restrictive nature of the diet. Compared to intermittent fasting, which lets followers eat whatever they want but within a restricted time frame, Prolon is like being in food jail. Even Gwyneth Paltrow had no problem critiquing the crappy taste of the soups directly to Dr. Longo. And one customer testimonial highlighted that the diet ended up making her like olives because, quote, they taste amazing when that's all you can eat in between your soups. When you combine an uninspiring menu with extreme calorie restriction, hunger, annoyance, and difficulty sticking with the program will result. Many people, including Gwyneth, remarked how desperately they wanted the experience to be over, especially as they battled fatigue and difficulty sleeping. One customer remarked they regularly drank the olive juice from the pouches because of how hungry they were. Even Prolon alludes to the difficulty of sticking with FMD. They recommend a short list of foods to add to your diet as a last resort before giving up. But don't get too excited because the list is pretty meager. What you could potentially add is a slice or two of apple one stalk of celery, or one small Persian cucumber of five to six inches in length. How very generous. Last but not least, the price of Prolon is also problematic. For the unreasonable cost of 249 US dollars, you too can eat tiny amounts of flavorless food for five days. While overall I think the problems with Prolon outweigh any benefits, in the spirit of trying to offer a more balanced perspective, here are some positives of this diet. FMD is a method that is backed by some science, although it's more theoretical than fact at this point in time. That said, who knows what future research will show? Clinical trials take years to complete, and maybe in a decade, science will show that FMD is a diet worth subscribing to. A more tangible pro of Prolon is the short-term commitment required. After all, 
five days a month is a lot easier to stick with than a daily habit change for life. Additionally, the convenience of Prolon's preset daily meals has also been noted as a big plus by followers. But despite these benefits, I still personally can't shake the feeling that Prolon is merely a cash grab based off of a premature scientific concept. As I covered back in episode 5 of the podcast, dietary fasting is an increasingly popular trend with many different forms and benefits. But the most common types of dietary fasting do not restrict your total caloric intake like Prolon does, nor do they restrict what you are allowed to eat, which means you don't have to grapple with guilt if you accidentally take a bite out of the lemon you were only meant to squeeze onto your soup. If Prolon initially piqued your interest, I'd say forget about this expensive and uncomfortable experiment that really just bases their promises on unfair extrapolations from cellular and animal studies. Save yourself the stress and spend the money on something that will not make you desperately slurp olive juice out of hunger. Or if that's your thing, at least buy a bigger jar of olives. That's been the bite for today. Stay hungry, but not too hungry. Thanks for listening to Nutrition Bites. New episodes are released bi-weekly. Make sure to follow along on Instagram or TikTok at Nutrition Bites Podcast. And be sure to subscribe on your streaming service of choice and leave a rating and review. Talk soon.